0: Glad to have you with us in this new year. This is Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Ed Cannon. Ed, of course, is the president of FEBC. Thanks for the time that you spend on these podcasts, Ed. Oh, it's my
1: joy. I love talking about the things that God is doing through faithful servants in FEBC around the world. And... Um... And he's doing some yep. amazing things.
0: Absolutely. You know, as we start this new year, let me encourage our listeners to not only listen to this podcast, but have you subscribed to this podcast so you get it automatically. So when a new edition comes out each week, it shows up in your podcast list. You don't have to go looking for it. And then also leave a comment, uh, whatever platform you listen on, whether it's Apple or Spotify or Google Play, leave a comment there because that attracts other listeners. So you can help us out by doing that, by leaving a comment. And, of course, we love to read your comments as well. They're all read and we appreciate that very much but you can always listen it online of course at febc.org as many of you do but when you subscribe it really does help us a great deal so as we start the new year think about that
1: yeah we used to have a suggestion box at the office when i worked <laughs> at people would put little pieces of paper in there with suggestions and uh This is the same sort of thing. I mean, I kind of old world type thing, and (laughs) you don't have to send a piece of paper, but comments or suggestions would be greatly appreciated.
0: You're old world, and we're going to talk about all things new today here in the new year. How does that work? Wow.
1: I don't know. (laughs) I don't have to be the one that's thinking of everything. Well, you were
0: actually very visionary. I've seen you in action, and I know how much you encourage visionary thinking. So Uh, we're going to talk about some of that vision here as we see uh, the new year unfolding as Christ tarries, so... Who knows? Well, when we start talking
1: about that, Wayne, I can prove to you that I'm really sort of old school and uh, I can back that comment up. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. So when we talk about the vision for the future, one of the subjects that I bring up so often with our staff around the world is, you know, I say in 1945, Dr. Bob Bowman and John Broger had a big vision that shortwave radio could reach the world with the gospel and at first, they just thought it was the the nation of China. They mm-hmm. just thought, well, "Well, we'll take the gospel to China." But then God expanded that vision for them and said, "Yeah, it's working in China, but it can work elsewhere."
0: And think how big that initial vision was to reach China—to reach China, China was a huge vision, yeah.
1: right? Yeah. And it worked, and it expanded, and it was a great thing. So I put this question to the staff: like this, if in nineteen forty five. The big idea was to use shortwave radio to take the gospel to China and other nations. What is our vision for 2050? What is the big idea that we have to have, that we must have, that would take the gospel to places that we haven't yet reached, to take the gospel deeper into the countries where we've reached already with shortwave? What technology is out there that we haven't even dreamed of? that could be most effective for the future. And it challenges our staff to think deeper. Hmm. And so as a result of that, Wayne, we've gotten into topics like uh, artificial intelligence, um, all these new technologies we're using with uh, the Wi-Fi systems today and secure ways to get content into uh, persecuted countries and gigantic AM stations to take the gospel into places like North Korea. So it's kind of working. Yeah. But I'm continuing to prod the organization, think bigger. What's the big idea that we need to have so that 15 years from now, we're not left behind, in other words, so not on the edge of technology Mm -hmm. that people are using? I mean, even my own sons who are in the 30-age group, they don't listen to FM radio. Hmm. They don't even know what AM radio is.
0: (laughs) Many cars now don't have AM radios. I was in the other one the other day, no AM radio in the car.
1: It's coming that way. Yeah, I think there's a big debate in, uh, in the auto manufacturers that they don't want to put it in because right. it's kind of an expensive thing. And
0: Well, I, I love the fact that FEBC is built on the foundation of the past, but it is always looking to the future. It looked to the future in 1945, and it's looking to the future now. So here we are at the beginning of a new year. It's yeah, spread out before yeah. us. And by the way, 2024, I mean, I remember as a kid thinking, wow. You mean I could possibly live until the year 2024? That seems so far Mm -hmm. in the future.
1: Well, I remember... here we are. I remember as a kid thinking, wow, 2000, that's way out there. (laughs) Uh, Don't judge me as being a real old guy, but that's what I remember. It's like in 1964, I'm thinking it's New Year's Day. Someday it's going to be 2000.
0: What will that look like? But we are anchored in the past in the foundation that was built for us there. We stand on some great shoulders. You know, I'm... I'm astounded, and I don't really understand some of the new technology that's being employed by yeah. our staff around the world. Yeah, that's right, Wayne. We have a, a huge number
1: of staff, mostly younger people, not all, that are well equipped to take on the new technology. It's in not the
0: emanating just from the uS. It's being generated outside the U.S. Well, as
1: a matter of fact, most of the people I'm thinking about that are working on cutting-edge technologies are not living in the U.S. They're they're in China and Indonesia and Ukraine and—
0: Southeast Asia. Southeast
1: Asia, right, exactly. And I think some brilliant minds serving FEBC. And what we have to do is step back and say God has gifted these people to do things that guys like Ed Cannon don't understand— And I don't need to understand. We need to put the ideas in their head and then utilize those gifts that God has given them and the technology that God has put on this earth for us to explore. And uh, obviously one of the things on the minds of everybody these days is this thing we call artificial intelligence, Hmm. which really isn't intelligence. It's – in my mind, it's just a cool way of capturing intelligence that's available out there and framing it so that it's useful for the purposes that people need.
0: Just when I think I'm beginning to understand what it is, a new aspect of it will come along that blows my mind, you know, so it's, sure. it's certainly uh, something we need to pursue. You know, in thinking of this conversation ahead of time, we, we, uh, we're we thinking of 2 Corinthians five seventeen and on, where it talks about being in Christ as a new creation. Let me read that passage, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, beginning at verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away and see the new has come. Everything is from God who has reconciled us to himself through Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and he's committed the message of reconciliation to us. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. Since God is making his appeal through us, we plead on Mm -hmm. Christ's behalf, be reconciled Mm -hmm. to God. Mm -hmm. That's our mission. We are his ambassadors. And using new technology, we used to say, F.E.B.C. was Reaching the World for Christ Through Radio. Mm -hmm. We can't fully—we can still say that because radio is a major part of what we do, but we have to add to it now, don't we?
1: Well, we officially changed that title a few years ago, actually quite a number of years ago, where we said Taking Christ to the World by Radio and New Media. media, And I actually have a recording, Wayne, of Bob Bowman at the age of 95 when I asked him— Dr. Bowman, what would you say to me now, stepping into FEBC, uh, that I should concentrate on in the future? And he said, well, for decades, FEBC's motto has been, we're taking Christ to the world by radio. But now I'd tell you, take Christ to the world by radio and new media.
0: And it keeps on going.
1: The beauty of that new media is you can make that comment in you Know 2010, and it's still going to be relevant in 2050. The new media we couldn't even conceive in 2010 is going to be new, it's going yeah. to be relevant, yeah. and it's happening all the time. I mean, there's so many social media platforms, Wayne. I don't, I can't even keep track just of them. Just a few all.
0: years ago, we wouldn't have understood anybody who started talking about social media. Now it's just taken the world by storm, right?
1: That's right. And even though there's a perception that these platforms can be used for evil. In the spread of false news and yeah. and and evil things, yet we believe that if we're not on those platforms, reaching the people who are only going to go there, then we're missing an opportunity to take Christ to every tribe and tongue and nation.
0: I've often thought that God gives us a technology for the sake of the gospel; it gets uh, gets hijacked by the world for other purposes. But really, I think it's for God's given us the technology right. for it, His His glory.
1: It certainly shouldn't fool us, right? I mean, let, 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 I'll just be very transparent here and say many believe that this TikTok platform is one that's evil. I know it's it, it's propagated in China and it's mm-hmm. used for propaganda
0: and everywhere. It's a lot there, of controversy, a lot, of, a lot
1: right. of bad stuff on it. FEBC is reaching people in Kazakhstan with TikTok broadcasts to encourage them to gather together with Christian young people. And it's working very effectively. Fantastic! We're using TikTok in Ukraine to reach people who would otherwise not go to an FEBC platform seeking gospel because they have no interest in that. Yeah. So anyway, we we have to be wise with the way we use these things, but we also have to be nimble and agile right. and say, if that's where people are going— then that's what FEBC needs to put the gospel in.
0: You know, another paradigm shift for us at FEBC is we've always been organized by country. That mm-hmm. We have directors in China. Uh, we have directors in Thailand. We have directors in Mongolia. But there are many people in the world who really don't have borders. The the, the indigenous people, minority language yeah, groups. Yeah. And we need to serve them better. So you yeah. have a strategy for helping that happen.
1: Yeah, actually, we we've... We've been serving in languages that aren't defined by a country. So, if you think about Thailand, there's a national language of Thailand, which is Thai. If you think about Vietnam, the national language is Vietnamese. Cambodia, it's Khmer. But in that area of Southeast Asia, there are dozens of minority people groups, some as big as 5 million people, which don't have a nation. It's not a national language. No borders. No borders. And FEPC is broadcasting today in about 65 ethnic minority languages, which don't have countries. And they live in that region. They can have migrated to other places. And as a matter of fact, I mean, many of these ethnic minority languages have come to the United States even. The Hmong is an example of that. Many people might have heard of The Hmong, it's popular on—there's some movies made about the Hmong people. There's many of them here in the United States serving in various industries. But FEBC's been broadcasting those people for decades, and we've never really thought about that as a specific FEBC ministry field. So what we've done recently is establish a new field among FEBC. So we have FEBC Indonesia, we have FEBC Ukraine, we have FEBC Hong Kong, and now we have FEBC ethnic minority languages, Amazing. not defined by geography, right. but defined by a simple strategy that we're going to use whatever technique we can to reach these minority groups. And the outcome of, one of, the, of this thinking, Wayne, is we've – and I've talked about this a little bit before, but not in the context of being around a strategy – So we have been broadcasting to these ethnic minority groups for decades on shortwave radio, uh, knowing that it's effective in a way but not getting too many responses Mm -hmm. because these are people in very, very remote areas. And in some cases in countries like Myanmar in countries like Vietnam, we're not expecting too many comments because it can put people at risk. So we've opened Facebook pages and Instagram pages in those languages and declared on shortwave radio. If you're listening to this program on shortwave and it's something you'd like to hear more about, join us on our Facebook page. Wayne, it exploded huh. into comments from people, people writing in going, yes, I'm so happy I've been listening on shortwave. Now the clarity of your broadcasts on Facebook is much more, I can listen whenever I want, I can listen over and over again. But the greatest value that has come from this new strategic thinking is that instead of just broadcasting to people, we're having a conversation with people. Interesting. Because they can SMS message to us on those platforms, they can ask questions, they can ask us to gather around. Matter of fact, one of the outcomes of this is a number of people in the country of Laos communicated that we have no opportunity really to have formal Bible study. Could you suggest a way that we could study the Bible so we can learn more about the new faith that we've come to? So our staff there in broadcasting in that country has said, I will open a Zoom call and you can join the Zoom call and we'll walk through a curriculum of Bible study. We have hundreds now people in a communist country, closed to the gospel, no access to an outside church safely, and um, they're joining us on a Zoom I've call. I've seen the
0: screenshots of all the photos. It's like a thumbnail, hundreds of people on one screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: and I think I've shared with you before that you know, the upside is fantastic. The downside is the guy that's doing the Zoom calls is being exhausted because (laughs) he does his broadcasts all day long and Bible study all night on Zoom, but he's praising God that the people are responding.
0: Well, here we are. The New Year stretches up before us, and there are emerging technologies we may not even know about yet they're going to happen. Mm -hmm. We need to be prepared to take advantage of those. Actually, right now, there are technologies that FEBC is involved in. We really even can't speak about publicly because they're taking place in some closed countries.
1: Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know... As God could only do, we have a number of staff who are so talented and gifted in technology. We have at least four PhDs in computer science that I know of uh, who deeply understand artificial intelligence and uh, blockchain technology and some of these other things—that's
0: frightening to me. But they, this the world they live in.
1: It's it, to me, Wayne. It's just—it's a foreign language, just as much as Mandarin is yeah, to me. True. I, I can't speak that language. But we are gifted to have people that can think in those terms and are working on using that technology. Trust me, we're being extremely careful because we understand the negative consequences mm-hmm. of some of these technologies. But as we walk very carefully into those fields with these staff around the world, all of which are not American, uh, to develop ways that we could use artificial intelligence and blockchain technology to communicate the gospel to people who otherwise don't have a chance. So I'd ask for your prayer on this. I was just
0: going to say, so you see we need your prayers, yeah.
1: We need your prayers uh, on how we can most effectively use that and that it won't be corrupted by a world that doesn't want the gospel to get out. But, you know, Wayne, I, I could go on. It's not just AI, and it's not just technology things, but the new steps we're taking in FEBC are allowing us to have visions that we hadn't thought about before. One of the things we're doing this year and last year that's very different from the path that FEBC has taken in the past is realizing that one of the big challenges we have are finding leaders— and talented employees in places where the population of Christians is far less than 1%. It's not easy finding gifted people in those countries uh, to take these jobs where we must have indigenous voices, local people connected to the local church. So we've developed our our own internal leadership academy. And Wayne, I'm so encouraged. We'll get together with 60 or 80 young people from the various countries of FEPC all around the world Teach them things like business practices, budgeting, performance evaluation, strategy, vision sessions, how to lead people, how to encourage people to perform better. All these things that kind of come out of the secular world, but by building that team, bringing them together, letting them know each other, pray with each other, we're building the future leadership of FEBC so that these technologies can continue to advance. And we can continue to fulfill the mission that we started some 80 years ago.
0: Those skills with spiritual discernment add up to the future, don't they? They, they sure they do. They add up to our future. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, great to uh, start this new year with this conversation. Ed, thank you. I'm excited about what's ahead in 2024. And I trust our listeners will join us on this journey. And yeah. let's let's see well, how the Lord provides and how the Lord uh, directs. Amen.
1: Huh? Amen. And you know what, Wayne? I'm so encouraged because I've just scratched the surface of the new things we're talking I about. Know. But I don't want to go in any more detail. It's great. Thanks for listening. Yep. Thanks for praying with us for the future of FEBC, that these new technologies can continue to spread the gospel just like we have been for the last 80
0: years. If you're not there already, go to febc.org. I'm Reed Shepherd with Ed Cannon, produced by Joe Carlson. This has been Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company.